Hey everyone, Larry Bailey here with Mortgage Workflow Partners. Uh, I thought it was important because we got an email late last night uh, letting us know that tomorrow, December 17th, 2022, we're all going to be getting a new release here with uh, Encompass. I presume it'll be the last service pack of the year. Um, you never know. But um, in any event, this is for 22.3.0.4 for the Banker Edition. Uh, these notes were last released uh, or at least put together on the 14th. Not everybody always gets these emails, so I think it's important to push this stuff out um, and, uh, and try to be a good partner to everyone, right? So um, it's a short one. This is only 13 pages, so this will be a straight run-through of everything that's happening. Uh, as always, these things are, um, uh, you know, sometimes I should say, these things are able to be controlled manually. So if you've got the Encompass Version Manager tool set to manual, um, you're not going to be putting this in. I would have you let, make sure you review the release notes, obviously check against your platform to make sure you can accept this, but there are some important updates in here that you probably want to get in right away. Um, in conjunction with this, there is a requirement and an SDK update upgrade requirement. So that a lot of times pauses people because you just you can't always know what these updates are going to do to your uh, to your software running against the SDK. So check it out. There's always the links in the release notes. Make sure your tech team is up to date. Uh, and here we go. Here's some updates and enhancements for version 22.3.0.4. Uh, first of all, again, updates to the client machines uh, are important. So make sure you got your IT team all over that. Um, Barbie, there are additional updates to the Reg Z um, with regards to the 2023 QM and HOEPA high cost thresholds that were originally scheduled to be released in the 22.3 December service packs. However, those figures have not yet been released by the CFPB, and so therefore an additional release will be scheduled to provide the QM and the HOEPA thresholds once they become available. So if you're Jones in for this stuff, we get it, but you got to get all over the CFPB. So that way, ICE Mortgage Technology Team can get it into Encompass. Uh, so first things first, update to FHA County Loan Limits for 2023. So uh, there were new county loan limits updated, um, and so it's time to do this thing. Now, if you've ever worked with me on any administrative any administrator training, I've always talked about updating these things at the beginning of every month because you never know when they're going to drop. So... Um, in Encompass, after you get this version update, you'll see a new radio button is there at the top. Um, I don't really know. I'm sure somebody at ICE could explain to me one day why there's so many radio buttons and uh, for prior years. I don't really understand the context for that, so I'd love to learn more. If anybody watching this can educate me, please do. In any event, after you get this update, uh, go ahead and get that radio button and then click Synchronize. Um, and that way your county loan limits will be updated into uh, your Encompass. A lot of times, too, it, this radio button down here at the bottom, in case you've ever seen that, um, that lets you free type. So this way, if ICE doesn't update Encompass and you need to grab them, as long as you know where the, where the text file is um, that's published by HUD, you can import that yourself. Uh, I've done that before. <coughs> Pardon me again. So uh, conventional county limits for 2023. Uh, so for the FHFA maximum conforming limits, um, they've been incorporated into Encompass into the county limit table. Um, these changes will be effective on January 1, 2023. So uh, make sure that your uh, Encompass um, 
you know, is, is updated uh, for this. And then also keep in mind that Encompass still uses this 745 field. So I'm making a face because 745 is was there from literally from day one. It's what we all used for application date, you know, back in 2006. Naturally, everybody now uses field 3142, but there's so many settings that are still set for 745. So a lot of a lot of admins will actually take 3142 and update field 745 and then also lock down 745 so users can't change it. Anyway, this is really important because if 745 shows like 2022 or something like that for some reason, uh, some people will actually put the date the file is created in 745. Not a good idea. Um, typically you want to leave that blank until 3142 is updated. Uh, that's the way I've stayed safe and uh, that's the way I've seen others stay safe. So. Keep that in mind because it does affect the way Encompass behaves against the conforming loan limits tables. All right, so uh, next one that's an update and enhancement is the icons for the request of transcript of tax form is now working correctly when copying data. Uh, so there was an issue resolved um, that was from the November service pack. Um, so basically this says the issue affected data that was populated using the icons uh, in the header. Uh, so uh, when copying uh, to or from the request for transcript of tax classic. I still don't understand why people are using the classic. Honestly, using the non-classic is the way. I've heard folks say that they use the classic because that's how they have business rules. I've been writing business rules to populate the non-classic for many years. So if, you, if you're stuck on this and you're still like having trouble and you'd love to discuss it, uh, give, give me a call over here at Mortgage Workflow Partners, 888 522-7181 or email me over to Larry at in, uh, MortgageWorkflowPartners.com. So Larry at MortgageWorkflowPartners.com and we can resolve that. I don't know why people are still using classic versus not classic. That's my soapbox speech for the day. Uh, fixed issues for 22.3.0.4. So there's an update to the Humda interest rate reported for HELOC loans with an introductory interest rate. Good old in, uh, HELOC. So that issue has been um, resolved. You can read about that here in the release notes if that applies to you. Uh, next issue that comes up here, now we're on page 10, is um, it was a it was a had to do with I guess a migration issue uh, when uh, loans created prior to updating to 23. Oh, sorry. So when you do have loans um, after you imp after you update here to 22.3.0.4. The Humda interest rate field, field ID Humda.x81, will be locked. Encompass will not apply the new logic to that field and it will retain its previous value. So if that's important to you, um, keep this in mind. Again, this is for the Humda interest rate reported for HELOC loans with an introductory interest rate. So obviously I'm thinking like a lot of banks that do interest, um, do HELOCs and have introductory rates. This will be important for you to pay attention to, uh, credit unions and even some independent mortgage bankers who do HELOCs with um, introductory rates, I guess. All right, so negative income uh, for Humda reporting. So negative income is now reported correctly. That's uh, field uh, hhmda.x32. I don't know if that's a typo there. I, I don't, I would, maybe it's just humda.x32. Maybe it's just a typo. In any event, um, it was having some problems, so uh, that's been resolved. 
Uh, another thing that's been resolved is wire amounts are now correct for e-close loans using the alternate the alternate version when uh, of calculating cash to close. So if you were using the uh, alternate checkbox, which is obviously a lot of companies are using when they have a refinance, um, that's now cor uh, correctly being calculated. Uh, so again, this issue affected e-close loans only and did not affect funding worksheet output form uh, for other documents or for other files. Another issue fixed is the sell price and SRP no longer clear when Encompass Partner con uh, Connect APIs are used for batch updates. Yay, thanks. Um, another issue resolved is changes to underwriting condition, description, and tracking not being saved in specific scenarios. So if you were one of the folks that opened up a case with regards to an underwriting condition, description, and tracking not being saved, this resolves it. I took a peek at this earlier. And uh, so there's an image here, and it talks about it's, it's bracketed around the description, and it's bracketed around the statuses, which is on the tracking section of the condition. So as part of this fix, um, was to retain the, the, con the condition, description, and tracking as expected, obviously. Uh, so what was happening was apparently um, uh, the following message displays when you submit your loan to AUS and this submission is paused. So there's, a, there's an image on the screen. If you're following along on the screen, you'll see it. If not, hop on over to the video and check it out. Um, after you click OK, that notification window, the e-folder is automatically closed. You need to rerun the AUS to continue your submission. So basically, if there's a problem um, with the AUS, so if AUS pauses, rather than wipe out the tracking of the condition, which I guess is what was happening, basically it just, it just closes it out. You click OK, and it'll close it out to prevent that data loss, and then you just resubmit. Um, that's how they figured out they can uh, get around this problem of when DULPA uh, pauses. All right, so the next, uh, next issue that was updated was a buy-down data now populates um, lock request snapshot. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I'm only snickering because, again, um, buy downs continue to um, be popular across the landscape. And I appreciate the ICE engineers uh, making this update because we knew a few months ago that uh, the field data, um, you had to create some manual stuff, and we helped some companies do this um, until this rollout's uh, been updated. And we had, we had a, one rollout last. Um, last period for the dot three that updated part of that buy down issue with Mavent. And so now in dot four, we've got um, buy down data now populating. The reason why this is important is because specifically like Optimal Blue was the PPE that I was aware of because I had to solve for it. At Mortgage Workflow Partners, um, we had to write some rules to get around it. So having said that, if you're one of the folks that um, created workarounds to make sure that your um, buy down data did not get lost when you priced your loan um, and specifically in the lock request snapshot um, that's now updated properly and um, the issue has been resolved and the buy down data is now populated in the lock request snapshot without the need to first open the lock request form or save the loan and that's cool thank you ice mortgage technology that's it for the release notes um, thanks very much for always paying attention to these and i'm glad to bring this service to you and we will keep doing it uh, if you ever have any needs, give us a shout at mortgageworkflowpartners.com, 888-522-7181, or you can email me directly, larry at mortgageworkflowpartners.com. Everybody have a great rest of your day. See you. Bye-bye.